Portage Health Foundation is proud to announce it has more than 40 scholarships available. This includes opportunities for students in any major attending any training facility, college, or university. There are three designated scholarships for every public school in Baraga, Houghton, Keweenaw, and Onsenagan counties, including a general, health careers, and skilled trade scholarships. The deadline to apply is March 3rd. Learn more and download an application at phfgive.org scholarships. Again, phfgive.org scholarships. The deadline is March 3rd. Welcome back to segment two of Copper Country Today. I'm Todd Van Dyke, and we are brought to you by the Portage Health Foundation. Uh, you can find out more about them at phfgive.org. The city of Houghton just this past week received the results of a survey, a quality of life survey that had been conducted last fall. It's something that's being used by the city planning commission to help develop the five-year plan, which all sounds really boring until you realize that the five-year plan is really mapping out the direction of the city. And a lot of decisions are going to be made over the next few years based on what this five-year plan says. These five-year plans are updated periodically. And so I thought I'd bring in Tom Mers, who is the chair of the Planning Commission. Tom, of course, was uh, mayor of Houghton for a decade or so, was it not? Uh 10 years. Yeah, yes. 10 years. So, mm -hmm. Mayor, for a decade, mm -hmm. you've been on the Planning Commission for uh, 20 years or thereabouts? Uh, when I was mayor, I had to be on the Planning Commission, and that was from 1996 uh, to 2006. And then in around 2008, they asked me to get back on. Bill Hodge passed away, who owned the Surplus Outlet. Yes. And they kept trying to fill the position on the Planning Commission, and nobody would apply. And they asked me to fill out his term. <laughs> that was, let's say, in 2009. I'm still on the planning and committee. Still on, and, and not only still on it, but basically in charge of it uh, well, I've been, at this point. I was, I think, elected chair in 2012. So explain anyway. for mm -hmm. folks, because the planning mm -hmm. commission is one of those background boards that pretty much every city has. Uh, you know, you've got the, the planning commission, you've got the zoning commission, you've got the other things that are mm -hmm. kind of operate in the background under the city council level. What does the planning commission do? So, uh, well, by definition, our job is to plan, okay, or our primary function is to come up with a master plan, all right, which we have to renew every five years. And the master plan is critical from a planning perspective and also for receiving grants. When you, when you have documentation in the Planning Commission that you've been thinking about doing something, making a change in your city, uh, if it's in the master plan, that scores points for most state and federal funding agencies. So it's extremely important that we do that. Um, and it's, it's a, it's a five-year venture, and the survey that we conducted is part of the master plan. And that's mm -hmm. going to help you put together what Correct. you're expecting for the city, what you're hoping to happen for the city for the next five years. Uh, uh, correct, and even beyond, because uh, I read that um, master plans are not like fine wine. They don't age well. We have to renew it every five years and uh, that's the survey is part of that. But obviously, you're you're looking more than five years ahead oh, when you heavens. do this. You're not just saying, so, well, you know, by the time we get to 2028, nobody's going to care about the city anymore, so we can just stop there. Sure. You don't you don't plan for the past. You plan for the future. 
So let me give you just a quick update. When I came here, a quick observation. When I came here in 1980, the Houghton waterfront was an industrial wasteland. I don't know how else to explain it. There was junk everywhere and stuff left over from the, the, the industrial area. Well, era. you know, you look back 100 years, nobody looked at that waterfront as a correct. recreation correct. place. Correct. That was where mm -hmm. transport came and went. Yes. It was where the sewer emptied. Mm -hmm. It was where businesses who needed water got access to it. It was an industrial resource. Uh, yes, and, and the city, Houghton only became a city in 1970, and at that time there was a planning body, and their plan was to get as much of the waterfront in the public hands. That's why we have access to approximately four miles now of the water. We public can walk down there, and uh, everything that's happened down there has uh, been benefited by the fact that we've had it in our plan, okay, to develop the waterfront for recreational purposes. The pier project that was just finished, yes, that came about in 1997 when I was mayor. Uh, we had people from the Winter City organization come in here and said, that's a drill in the middle of your town. You should do something with that property down there. That pier project has been part of the plan all these years and it finally made it. And the fact that we've had it in our master plan um, helped in getting the grant money to make it happen. So this planning is in no small sense an exercise in great patience. Uh, oh, yes, yes, we have to be very patient. No, nothing happens quickly in government, <laughs> or usually doesn't happen quickly. No, it's, Good things rarely happen it, quickly. It, Bad it, things can happen at any moment. It's patience. Yes, and 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 I'll I'll make this plug. Uh, the, the the late Bob Nera, uh, he was a dentist here in Houghton. Yes. He and his wife, uh, Ruth, never lived in Houghton, but uh, they donated all that property down there, the Nera Nature Park, to the city. Wonderful of Houghton. asset. That property was not in the city, and I think the reason that happened is, Bob knew, okay, that when. He saw what happened on this waterfront down here, okay, and he and Ruth had confidence, okay, that we would do what he requested, and he was amazed of the change. My, the first committee I got on in the early 80s in the city, he chaired it. It had to deal with bonds, uh, financing. He owned property in the city, but he and Ruth never lived here. He chaired a city committee, and uh, I, I'm convinced that if we had not developed the waterfront, the way we did, we probably would not have gotten that property. I spoke with him many years ago, uh, and he told me the same thing he told you. He was just amazed and, yeah. and so pleased at mm -hmm. the way that land was being used and had been developed thoughtfully but openly. Uh, openly. And so it, 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 was, it was a big part of what happened, the planning process. Uh, Ruth and Bob were the two of them that Ruth I believe was still alive Bob sadly passed away yes but they they were two of the most um, uh, generous and humble people I've ever met I don't know how else to explain it but well, I, and like many of those yeah. people who mm -hmm. were involved in these decisions mm -hmm. that you talk about mm -hmm. they were forward thinking they looked uh, at correct. what could happen what might happen uh -huh. And instead of just at what's happening now. Yeah, the idea of think, if your thought process is we're going to keep things like they are because they're going to stay the way they are, is a mistake. 
Now, the uh, uh, Jack Welch, the head for uh, General, oh, Electric General Electric for so many, yeah, for yeah. So many years. Mm-hmm. I know who uh, I mean. His, mm-hmm. uh, I read a quote from him the other day. It said, change before you're required to. Ah, uh, correct, correct, yeah. Uh, and, and the other incidence is down where the skate park is in the East Houghton Park, that property was owned by the people, two gentlemen who owned the apartments across the walk, the walking trail from that. There's apartment buildings down there. Yeah. They came to the city and said, we're going to sell the apartment buildings. We'll sell the land to the city. Scott McGinnis and I said, what? Yeah, we'll sell it to the city. They could have sold that property to a private developer, and there's nothing the city could have done to prevent construction from going on down there. Okay? And they, Scott said, I'm going to need time to get grant money to do this. And they were very patient, and Scott came through, the state came through. That's how the city got the East Houghton Park, because it was part of our plan to develop the waterfront. Yeah, and Mm -hmm. when those opportunities come up, if you can then relate them back to what your already stated goal is, Ah, then things fall into place. Correct, correct. That's, yes. And and I I don't necessarily want to belabor the point, but our waterfront in Houghton, I don't see a city in uh, the Upper Peninsula yeah. that has anything that can match up to it. When I walk on the waterfront or in downtown and I meet people and I ask them where they're from, I, I never tell them, when I was mayor, I never told them I was mayor. I don't tell them I was the mayor. I get their opinion of this place. Yes. What, what do you think of this place? I let along, let, sort of let them do the talking. And uh, it's amazed though people say, this place is a real gem. Uh, correct. Now, the five-year plan obviously doesn't just affect recreational properties, no, no. waterfront properties. Oh, no. It affects downtown. It affects retail development. It affects housing development. Uh, it, Every it, square foot of the city is it, involved. It, it ultimately affects our tax base, and the tax base is, is what drives the city. Okay. We, we, I, I cannot stress that enough. Tax base is extremely important. A city that's, whose tax base is not growing is dying. Yes, and you think development causes problems? Take the other case where your tax base is shrinking. Then you've got real problems. Well, and, and, and all you do, again, all mm-hmm. you need to do is go to some other cities, even uh-huh. here in the Upper Peninsula, um, where there are empty storefronts and yeah. decaying buildings. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I don't necessarily want to mention any. I don't want to be mean no, to no, anybody. No, but that's right. You can drive through mm-hmm. an awful lot of downtowns in the Upper Peninsula, and there's not much there, yeah. and the city doesn't have much resource, and Houghton's downtown has remained vibrant yes. through a lot of changes over the it years. It has, it has. You know, even with the parking deck controversy, I am very optimistic. I, I, since the parking deck controversy has came about, um, I look at downtown Houghton, just about every storefront is full. Yeah, I don't see people closing up shop and you know, leaving Dodd City, that's not what's happening. Yeah, there's a in little fact, turnover. That's a oh, natural oh, that's, thing. That and, always and happens. retail, small business. Yes. It's one yep. of the most risky things you can do, open a small business. Absolutely. Correct. Correct. Absolutely. And Correct. most people who do it have no idea what they're getting uh, into. Well, I, yeah. <laughs> I'm very risk-averse. I, I would not do that, but correct. Well, at least you've got to have a really good plan and, uh, and a mm-hmm. big, good foundation to get it started. Correct, correct. 
Correct. So, mm -hmm. so I'm talking with Tom Merz. He's the chair of the Holton City Planning Commission. Five-year plan is in process. Where are you now in terms of development of the next edition of the five-year oh, plan? Oh, uh, we're just starting. We have we have the chapters divided up in the subcommittees, and the uh, I'm on two of the subcommittees. And uh, I'm having my first meeting Monday morning with the two other members of the subcommittee. So we waited till the survey results came out. I, I should say we, that, that's not quite right. Some of the subcommittees have been working the last month or so on their chapters. But it's going to kick in the high gear now. I don't have the exact schedule in front of me, but there are deadlines by time. We have to get this done, and we will get it done. And, uh, but and, as we're talking here, mm -hmm. there will be lots of opportunities oh, for members of the public correct, correct, to weigh in on this correct, process. Correct. The way this works is the subcommittees will report to the Planning Commission. So the subcommittees of the Planning Commission will report to make recommendations to the Commission. To get anything approved requires that it be done in the open meeting in, in the Planning Commission. So, and then we will have open houses before we finalize it. We will get public input on, you know, this is what we think we want to do. Now, tell us something we're missing or, um, so there will be open houses in the process and uh, there's, a, there's a calendar that's been set up and it's, you can ask for it at City Hall. It may be on the webpage, uh, the, the city clerk and Volrath would have the calendar, and we're gonna we're sticking to it. So there will be plenty of opportunities Correct. for people to have their input into what's going on mm -hmm. here, and frankly, no opportunity for them at the end if they haven't made their input and uh, followed the process. No opportunity for them to, uh, that's to complain. Right. That's right. When it's finalized, it's finalized, and while well, you people have the right to complain, but I suppose I don't think it does you any good. No, I, and but. And, no. and, and so mm -hmm. at, at this point, and one of the reasons we're doing the program now is to encourage folks to get oh, involved yeah. in the process, mm -hmm. follow the process, and see what's going on. And it all starts, and the foundation for this is this quality of life survey that oh. was sent out to city residents mm -hmm. last fall and then was presented to you at a special meeting uh, this past week. Past week. Uh, we had a, uh, a Michigan Tech marketing student. Uh, she was supervised by one of the professors of marketing at, um, at Tech, and uh, so we sent out um, 1,922 surveys, and they were sent out based upon water bills. Um, who, who, where, where were these things sent to? Okay. If, if you had a water bill, if you got a water bill, you would got a survey. So it went not only to residents, but it went to businesses uh, as well. Okay. Uh, I, I believe. I yeah. It would have. I believe. Okay. Uh, and I say when I don't know, I admit it. I I admit my ignorance rather than display <laughs> it. Okay. I I believe it did. But for instance, up at the bluffs. Every apartment at the Bluffs, there's only one water bill there, but every apartment would have gotten a survey. You follow? Okay. So we, we tried to, this is something we did differently this year. So if it was an, an apartment building, which the Bluffs is, yes. if it got one water bill and there were multiple units, every unit got a survey. And we... We got a response back of 33%. That is extremely high. Yes, I thought I saw that and uh, I thought, wow, that's uh, that's good. Uh, that is really good. And uh, 
at the meeting last this week when the student summarized the results, she was, you know, you, you say that people responded by saying they, you know, they weren't satisfied or they were extremely dissatisfied. She reported the data for people who said they were, let's say, mildly satisfied to very satisfied, just the top part. And I, my reaction was there are a lot of cities that would say, how did you ever get results like this? I mean, there is a lot of things people are satisfied with, at least the people who filled out the survey. Uh, the majority of them overwhelmingly were satisfied with in the categories that were listed. But I think uh, that goes back to the foundation that comes from five-year plans. Ah, uh, correct. That and they see with, the changes with, with input mm -hmm. from the public mm -hmm. and that has guided it along over the years. You can, you know, you mentioned what the Houghton waterfront was like 40 years ago. Yeah. You look mm -hmm. at Houghton today compared to then. Yeah. It's a night and day difference. Oh. Who wouldn't like it? And you know, I think, in all fairness, the pe people who, who m recently moved here, they don't know the history. No. They, they think, well, why would you ever change the waterfront? You know, look how nice it is. Well, it wasn't. And hasn't always, it always been like no, that? No, no, it hasn't. After all, it's a waterfront. <laughs> no, right? I'm telling you. Uh, <laughs> Um, I'm, uh, I stand by my statement. It was a wasteland. Oh, yes. Yeah. Absolutely. And, uh, it isn't a wasteland now. It's one of the jewels of the Upper Peninsula. And, uh, yeah. And, and uh, so, mm -hmm. were there things about the specific things about that survey that surprised you? Uh, oh, well. Aside from the, it, the overall positiveness well, of I, it. It was the positive of it. Well, and the response rate. No, I, I, I'm going to say no. I'm, I'm going to say no. Now, I don't know every detail in front of me. Sure. Okay. Uh, there, there were other categories that were not reported the other night. That question came up at the, the public meeting the other night about can we get a copy of all the results, and the answer is yes. And that's what, at the subcommittee level, when we're looking at these chapters, we're going to look at, look at more minute parts of the of the uh, survey. I I was not shocked to hear that people, you know, they, um, the, 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 one of the categories was that things are worse now than they were five years ago. The, the percentage of the res survey respondents who put that was extremely low, maybe 2%. Yeah. I mean, there are a lot of cities, it could have been 82%. Oh, easily. Yeah. Easily. So I, there does not seem to be a lot of displeasure with the categories that were listed by the people who filled out the surveys. So and, now going forward, mm -hmm. how much of this that you saw in the survey, there was one thing that I saw in the survey, and I haven't looked at it as deeply as I would like to, but there were, there was a, a you know, people were asked what they'd like to see happen and one of them was ethnic food options. Oh, is, uh, okay. Are there, are there things that come into this uh, okay. survey that you really don't have any say okay. over? I mean, the planning commission cannot go out okay. and say, hey, we want an Indian, Listen. We, want, we want Thai food. So I'm, I'm uh, uh, this, this may be news. It, it's, on the, it's on the agenda next week for the planning commission. Okay, you, Dunkin' Donuts has applied. Yes. Okay, it's no secret. Dunkin' Donuts slash uh, yeah, well, the there idea. was a public hearing uh, by the Zoning Board of Appeals uh, correct, Wednesday correct. night oh, yeah, yeah. about so the site plan. Up. So, okay. we, yeah, we've, uh, we've talked about so it on Keweenaw Report. At, at the site plan review, 
this question may come up. Do we need another donut shop? Or do we need another auto parts place? Do we need another pizza shop in this town? My answer is always the same. We're going to find out. Okay? We're going to find out. We are not... Why would we be good at picking winners and losers? My, I've always said, this is my view, let the market determine how many pizza shops we need in this town. If you, if you let the government determine that, I think that's a, bad, that's a mistake. Uh, the way it puts you opinion. in an untenable position uh, to, to be sitting here ruling saying, okay, we correct, don't need correct, another one of those, correct. we don't need another People one of keep those. saying, they, one of the things that has come up with it, why don't we have an Indian restaurant in this town? Because we have a lot of Indian faculty and students sure, at Michigan sure. Tech. And I say, I don't know why. Well, we should have one. Then I say, open one. Yeah, if <laughs> you think it's going to work, here you go. I'm risk adverse. I'm not opening a restaurant, okay? <laughs> but you're, you're right. This question comes up, you know, um, the, the people will comment, they'll say, we should have more of this or less of something. And we say, well, then we'll see if someone comes forward and they, if they meet the zoning requirements, we really can't stop them. No. I mean, zoning, people don't realize that ordinances are laws and the city can't break their own laws. No. If you meet the ordinance, you can do it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And, and, it, uh, and it's it's not your mm -hmm. job to either stand in the way of somebody who uh, wants to do something that they legally correct. can do. Correct. Or necessarily turn around and push somebody to do something. Uh, that's right. And th there are other people who are, are not very complimentary towards developers. I mean, if you take that to the limit, if there were no develop developers, most of us would be living in caves. I mean, well, the, the, somebody the whole city of Houghton was started by a developer. Correct, correct, correct. People have to take risk, and yeah. that's what we go Yeah, on. I mean, the, the first yeah. plat that was laid out was laid out by a developer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, so, Ransom Sheldon was a developer. Sheldon, correct, correct, correct. He was a risk taker. Yes. He sure was. And uh, uh, But now there are things that you mm -hmm. can look at. That from that list that I saw, I saw people saying uh, better sidewalks, more oh, sidewalks, yes. sidewalks, things of that nature. Those can be included in Correct. the plan. And that goes back to my point that nothing is free, and that's the importance of where we spend our money. And, and it's a nice problem to have where to spend your money. It's if you don't have money, then it's a mute issue. I've that's, seen those that, things. That's too. back to the tax base. Without the tax base, we, we wouldn't even be able to consider sidewalks. And it, 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 sidewalks has been one of the issues um, that keeps coming up over and over again. And then the issue was raised by some property owners. Well, you're gonna put a sidewalk in and six months of the year, it's not gonna be used. Uh, maintaining a sidewalk during the entire winter, 12 months, yeah. is extremely expensive. Oh yeah. And um, that's not to say we should not have more sidewalks. I'm not <laughs> saying that. Nope. But, but you have to accept uh, what comes with it. If you want more parkland, uh, you have to understand that then somebody you, has to mow it, somebody has to maintain it. It's always going to be a cost to you. Correct. I, I'll share this story with you. When I became mayor, Ray, Ray Kessner, the city manager, said to this, to this me, and I'll never forget this. He said to me, he talked about the big parking deck. He said to me, I did the easy part. I got the money to build that thing. He said, you are going to face the challenges of getting money to maintain it and eventually one day to tear it down. And I thought, not me. I'm not going to be around in government. And here yeah. you are. And here I sat. <laughs> he was exactly right. Yes. 
Yeah, you, you put sidewalks in, then you have to maintain them. You put parking decks up, you have to maintain them. And that's all part of the cost. And the money has to come from somewhere. Yeah, we're getting to the end of the segment here. Yeah. Tom Merz, the uh, chair of the Holton City Planning Commission, former mayor uh, some years ago here. Um, for those who would like to take a look at the results of this survey, mm -hmm. have they got them posted uh, on the website? The, what the 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 not the the detail, very detailed analysis is still not ready. They were talking about that at the meeting the other night. It was going to be put in an Excel file or something. Uh, but the, the survey that I got, okay, that's on the website. Okay, that, so you can go to the City of Houghton yeah. website, you can stop by yeah. the city center and talk uh, to them. They'll uh, be... you, you, you can, and um, yep, the entire survey is there. And the master plan is there, believe it or not, the master plan is there. <laughs> Which nobody yeah. ever looks at. But... It's been the 2020, um, the, the master plan 2019, I guess, is when we did the last one. Um, 1819. It's there, and the next one will be the 2023 master plan. And that's the so, one that you're starting to work on now. Uh, and we encourage people to that, follow this process. Go to the planning uh, commission meetings. Uh, check the city website. You'll find out about how this process is working out and how you correct. can get involved and how you can make your your voice and, heard on that. And I've got to wrap this up, Tom. I, okay. I'm out of turn, but uh, out of time, time here. But uh, thank you so much for well, coming. Todd, in. it's been good. I, I uh, any time I'll come and. Don't hesitate to ask. I appreciate uh, your insights. Your interest in the city is good for the city, and we appreciate it. Well, thank you. And, You're welcome. Uh, we'll wrap things up in a moment.